Okay. We back. Welcome to the Out of the Box Podcast. I go by the name Shakita Speaks the Southern Bell. And listen, I got my co-host with me in the building today. Shout out to my brother Jerome, the man with the plan. And shout out to the beautiful Smokahannis. Gigi is Broadway is in the building. And listen, we can't forget about our special guest of the day. The lovely, the talented Tamira is in the building, y'all. What's good, Tamira? Hey, hey. Okay. So listen, we got a dope episode for you guys coming up. So we can't wait for you guys to check it out. We about to tap into it right like we gonna tap into it just like this. Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. Like I said before, I love when you basically jump on the beat, Shakita. Like I want you to rap for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Spit some bars. Let's do it. Maybe. Mira, don't you be your own spitting too? You be freestyling? Yeah, a little bit. Let's hear freestyle real quick. You know what I'm saying? One to the two to the Let's three. Let's do it, Tamir. I gotta have a beat. I can't. I can't. Oh, you want a beat? Okay, yeah. hold on, hold on. Let's. This. You want to do a Rihanna oh, beat? What you no. want to do? Can I do? Um. What you do? What's that new? Hold on. I got it on my YouTube because I was doing it in the car. I bet it's that ratchet song. Is it that ratchet song? I never, I haven't even did that. Oh, you should probably do it. I I should try it. I I I already know what song you're talking about. What's the song? (laughs) The crazy part was, yeah, but I never never tried to do it. Listen. We all knew what he was talking about. Yeah, he said the right even song. though he ain't say, give us no clues, and we know what song he was talking about. Right? Okay. Okay. This is. Let's go. Oh my Let's go, Tamir. Mm-hmm. I think you can kill us for real. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I'm Mara Fortune in the half. I'm a beggar dad. If you mess with me, then you wanna go get your jack, get your jaguar, uh, get your caguar. Uh, I don't even know what I'm saying. Get your You Yo, okay, that could have been a song listen, like on the remix. I never even did that. Uh, I never even tried to do a remix. I mean, like uh, look, a little freestyle. But look, Glorilla, you already hear what it is. You hear it, girl. <laughs> like you already hear it. Oh my god, you gonna have to get on a remix. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never even try. I gotta do that now. Heck yeah, you that's fine. You on should. That. He was going. I was like, God, did you write this already? I'm like, I was like, shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just say anything. And you know the craziest thing go. is. You know how a person is basically spitting when you be like, mm. you do the little thing like, oh my god, that's what I did. Everybody had a stink face. You feel what I'm saying? I was trying to see what was gonna come next. I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> but you know, we did love that freestyle. But you know, we definitely want to basically get into like knowing who you are and knowing about you and you know, the mm-hmm. career path that you basically have made for yourself. Because I mean, you've done a lot of things. Some things that other people have never done like number mm. one that i'm like amazed at is that rihanna was like i need you for fenty and i'm like damn <laughs> making history okay then you was like oh that's not enough then i'm gonna go on tv <laughs> okay and i'm like damn she's doing it real talk and that's the thing is like growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like, did you ever think that you would basically touch these goals, like be on national TV, basically be a part of a campaign of one of the biggest clothing brands in the world? No. Um, when I was younger, I always wanted to be a doctor. I always wanted to help people. So I never thought about um, or actually 
modeling never came to my mind until uh, college. And um, entertaining, I always entertain my family, entertain others, but I never thought about entertaining, like, a worldwide people. So mm-hmm. I never thought about it. It just, like, happened as I got older, and I started learning, like, things I was capable I was capable of, uh, things I was capable of, and um, my reach. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely dope. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, is that, like, what basically made you, like, a pivotal point that, you know what? Let me basically do this entertainment thing. Let me just be like, you know what? This could work. Um, Actually, I don't know. I really, I can't tell you exactly when it happened. I just, because, uh, you know, Instagram went from you posting pictures. And then from you posting pictures, it allowed you to do videos. And it took me a minute to get uh, comfortable with videos. But um, and I just started posting videos. And then, I don't know if you guys re- remember this. It was a, uh, it's like Twitter, it's on Twitter, but um, it's like a video little thing you can go live with. I don't know if y'all know. I don't know why I can't think about is it, it. Is it new? It's not new. Um, I don't know why I can't think about it, but I know it's through Twitter. I don't know if Twitter bought it after the fact or what. Oh, Periscope. Vine. Periscope, is it Periscope? Are you talking about Vine? That do sound familiar. Mm. You no, might, it might be Periscope because yes. Periscope sound hella you can go familiar. Live. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Periscope. Ooh. Yeah. So with Periscope, um, I remember we had that big snowstorm. I was on Periscope just doing anything, <laughs> and then people were really entertained. And I was, it was like a lot of people joining, a lot of people joining, and I was like, hmm, I like that. That was in high school too, so I was like, I kind of like that. So, uh, I don't know if it was from there. I was like, I felt like I could entertain people or win it really happened but i'm an extrovert so mm-hmm. it was bound to come eventually look and speaking of you being an extrovert i just want to know like where do you get all this confidence like have it always been instilled in you like growing up like were you always as confident as the person that you are today no um it came from my family and people around me since i'm a little person of course insecurities came um cuz at first uh, people weren't really acceptive of little people. They always like made fun of little people, and then mm-hmm. the show finally came out, and then people were like more understanding. Mm-hmm. But um, I never really had this confidence. It had it took time to build, mm-hmm. and it took time to actually believe in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it from the help of of course God, and then from the help of others, just basically like yo, come on now, you got this, and just basically just making me uh, reminding me like. Not every day, but, like, almost every day. Like, you got this. Come on now. Boom. It's bound to happen, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what's up. Because I was just saying, like, it got to take a lot of confidence just to be on, especially, like, doing everything that you have, that you're doing as far as, like, getting on camera and just, like, showing off all your, like, dance skills and, like, all the acting stuff and all these, like, dope talent that, you, that you've been doing. It's kind of, like, pretty dope and amazing, you know? Um, cause to me, like, I don't have that much confidence, like, to be doing all that stuff that you do. So I think it's pretty dope. And like, um, like from you, like first starting to like starting, like put yourself out there on the scene. Like what was like the very first thing that you did where you knew like, Hey, I like, I'm done. I'm done caring what people caring what people, other people got to say. Like I'm here now. And like, this is what I'm going to do. Like when was like your first feeling? Like I can just, I'm here. 
Um, actually, I had got cyberbullied. This was my sophomore year of high school, and um, it was viral. It went, it was crazy. It was crazy. Keisha Cole posted it. Um, from her posting, what the post was because it was basically making fun of me. Um, media takeout posted it, and it was like it was this huge thing. What? It was really, it was huge. And um, after that, cause I, I like took a break from social media, of course, because I wasn't posting or anything. I tried to, but mm-hmm. it was just like I kept seeing it, kept seeing it, and just people just making fun of me. So I'm like, I really don't want to um, do this. But then after that, I was just like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to stop posting. I'm going to start because, hey, people make fun of people every day. It's just that had to happen. But it's like, I'm like, I still got to live. I still, I can't hide. Mm-hmm. And then also my mom So my mom didn't shelter me from it mm-hmm. she, You gotta go out I didn't wanna go out I didn't wanna do nothing But she was like No you gotta do this You gotta do this So it was just like From there It was like I knew that I still wanted to do What I wanted to do And I liked to really entertain So just from that That's when It just kinda took off from there I believe It was after that situation It kinda makes sense Because after that situation I took a pause And I was like Okay I can't just be hiding behind the shadows, mm-hmm. in the shadows for long. So, okay, dope. And that's definitely great to basically tell people stories where you know that people basically try to oppress you in certain mm-hmm. situations, but you overcome and conquered. You mm-hmm. know that's why you are here where you are right now. You know, so one of the things I want to know is like, yeah, how was since we bringing up school and everything like that? So, like, how was your life in high school, like in high school or middle school whatsoever? Um. My mom put me in private school. My uh, well, kind of, half of my elementary. So after second grade, after first grade, I was in private school up to eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, that was okay. It was small classes. It was um, small. It was a small school. I think one of the schools only had like fifty something students. It was like literally a really really small school. So when I went to high school, that was a cha- like that was just a complete three sixty because. I remember one girl told me I was weird because I spoke to everyone. What? I was so confused. I was like, huh? She was like, yeah, you're just weird. And I was like, oh. But I still kept speaking to everyone after that. Um, it, was a, it was a huge change, though. It was a huge shift. But it was like, okay, it's more people. It's more. And then I, we had to uh, go play other schools and other schools come to our school. So I started, like, interacting with more people. And then, of course, Instagram was there. So then I started following other people. People started following me. So it was like, high school is really when I got, like, kind of introduced to the world. For real. Hmm. That's definitely uh, dope to basically hear when it comes to that, that you didn't let anybody basically tell you what to do when it comes to, like, yo, you're weird. It did make me feel, it did make me, it it made me sad because I didn't understand, like, dang, I'm weird because of that. But, um... I remember this girl named Keela. I won't forget this uh, conversation. And we were in our chemistry class. It was just us two because it was a cheerleading. We were supposed to chair for um, a game, but we were in the wrong room. So it was bound, this was bound to happen. God made this happen. So we were in the wrong room just waiting. So it was just us two. And I told her about the situation. And she was like, what? She was like, that's not weird. You're just being you. And people don't understand it because they're not you. They're not used to people like you. So, of course, they're going to try to make you feel like the outcast or yeah. try to call you names or whatever. So, just I forgot exactly how that conversation went, but I remember from that conversation, it made me so, like, 
Like, okay, yeah, this is me. So I'm not going to stop because somebody called me weird because they're weird. And but shout out to your friend. What's her name? Her, her name was Keela. Keela. Shout out mm-hmm. to Keela. Shout out to Keela. You know, you're a real one for real, for real. Uh-huh. Y'all still cool though? Because I don't know if y'all real um, one for real. Oh, well, no, I mean, nothing. No, there's no bad, bad blood. We just lost um, contact. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah, we just lost contact. Akila lost that shot. Are we going to edit this out? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we just lost contact. She's still cool. So, you know, by facing all these issues and everything like that, what about basically, because I know after that you went to college, correct? Mm-hmm. And what was the college name? Uh, Trinity, Was- Trinity Washington University. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And what did you go uh, to school for? I went to school to be a nurse. A nurse? Wow. Yeah, then my Ooh. freshman year, uh Ooh, it was horrible, so I had to change my major because I couldn't get in nursing school with those grades. <laughs> so um went from that to human relations, and I got my degree in human relations. Ooh, you smart, smart. <laughs> and did you graduate college? Of course. I graduated May 2020. Ooh, why you say a course like that? You talking to a college dropout right here. No, oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying it like that. I'm not saying it like that. Yeah, you're like, of course. These <laughs> <laughs> peasants. Not, oh, my goodness. I'm not saying it like that, but, yes, I did graduate. Oh, bad, bad. You know, the thing is, like, um, when it came to graduation, like, what? Because you was actually basically, when you was in college, you was doing this career right now. Like, did you ever think, like, mm, I don't want to be a nurse no more. I don't want to do this entertainment thing. Mm-mm. No. You still want to do it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you want to do both. I wanted to do both. Oh, snap. But then okay. also, like, the type of mother I had, it was no dropping out. Yeah, I feel yeah. It was no dropping out at all, so. Yeah. Stuck through it. Went through some stuff in college, but I stuck through it. I feel you. I wish. I wish I was the same way, you know. You no, know, the crazy thing is when he had, like, one class to graduate. Actually, no, four. I lied. Like, a, basically, like, another semester. Yeah, just another semester. And I would have been cra- uh, would have graduated, but I was like, yeah, fuck know, it. That's crazy. What, the four? <laughs> four? I have four. Yeah. I was like, nah. Like, I don't know. It's like, I, when I was in it, I couldn't really concentrate. You know, I was like, man, I don't want to do this no more. So I was like, fuck it. You know, it's crazy that you said that because um, it's kind of off topic, but a show reached out to me. Mm-hmm. I had an interview for the show. I turned it down because it was my senior year. Yeah. And I had people tell me that it was stupid that I turned that down because of college. Mm-hmm. And I knew if I would have basically took a break from college, I would never went back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have I never went back. So yeah. I'm looking forward to try to get one of them honorary degrees, you know. The ones that they give to, like, uh, special people. Hopefully, they give me a degree. I don't know. I ain't special or nothing like that, but I want a degree, you know, without going to school. <laughs> right, I'm know. with you. You feel me? Because uh, school is worse than work to I'm me. I'm telling you. Like, the thing is, is that when you was going to school and doing entertainment, how were you able to juggle both? Like, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it was It was hard. It was definitely hard. Honestly, but it was because of my manager. Because she kept saying... A lot of people do a lot of things. You got to just stick through it. And I, I was like, it's hard. It's hard. I was always tired. And I was actually working as well. Uh-huh. Damn, yes. what were you working at that time? Um, A college bookstore. The uh, Trinity College Bookstore. Trinity Bookstore. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's what's so, up. So, yeah. It was, I was stressed. But got through it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Because at the end of the day, is that it already shows. So, when you graduated and everything like that, how did you feel? I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulder. I was like, yes. But I kept, I kept getting this feeling like, oh, my gosh, I got to write a paper. I got to do my homework. But it, it was definitely a relief. And the people keep saying, you going back to uh, 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 to get your master's? 
Mm, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. One degree is that. enough. I do not know. Yeah. School is stressful enough. I remember there was one girl told me that I'm going to keep on going to college because in the day they're going to keep on giving me like loans or something like that. I'm like, what? <laughs> you want to keep on being to pay debt? Yeah. I'm like, you going to be, you going to stay in debt? Like, no, F that, uh-huh. yo. That's just piles of piles of piles of piles. That's not smart. But congratulations to you for graduating and doing thank things you. that I never did. Okay. <laughs> did, well, did any of my, thank you. Did any of my co-hosts graduate? Are we in the same boat? Oh, I, right, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, Look, I was talking shit like crazy, but I only had like um, about a year left, too. Oh. I had a year Ooh. left, too. Yeah. 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 Dang. It's what crazy. it is, though. That break, man, like you said, that break. Once you get yeah. a little break in, you be like, you know, stop making money mm-hmm. elsewhere. You're like, you know what? I don't really, I'm going to just go ahead and do but one thing I can say, I am thankful for the experience um, that I did get in college because it was like, for me, um, I feel like how Jerome feels. It was just kind of, to me, like, college was a little bit stressful, but the experiences and the people that I've met, I don't regret going to school at all. Yeah. I just regret the debt. <laughs> like, regret the debt. <laughs> that's it. I regret the debt as well. I just, yeah. That's all because I just feel like if... If everyone could just go to school just to, like, just meet people and things like that and just, like, have those people that you can network with, I think that's really where it, like, what matters. And it just kind of sucks that you got to really actually go to school to pay for education. Right. right. When we're really just going there for the um, networking and the experience of it. That's mm-hmm. it. You know? kind of sucks. It's expensive networking. Hell to the air it is. You feel what I'm saying? Exactly. And it's like, especially if it's not an Ivy League or nothing like that, like, you basically paying all this amount of money to go to school, right? And let's say you like a certain kind of uh, major, like a psychology, like mines. I can get a bachelor's and still not find a job. Like, the most crazy. You got to go further. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you got to go to get, like, your master's and your doctor's. And then master's is only going to get me to, like, maybe 50K. You feel what I'm saying? You see how these gases now? We can't, shit, I ain't going to do shit. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? But if I'm going to that time for that school, I feel like at the end of the day, they should basically do something where if I don't find a job within like a year or so, they should basically refund my money back. I think that's what they should do. But, you know, not to talk bad about like school or whatever, like it's a bad thing or whatever, but, you know, that's just my experience. But, you know, everybody power to the people that basically go to school because school is not all a bad thing, depending on your major. You know, you you like what Shakita said, you basically learn a lot from people and Uh you get to know who you are and yourself. I mean, that's what college is. You know, that's what people be on their own. But, you know, enough about college. I don't even know why we're talking about this. I hate college. But, you know, let's talk back (laughs) about mirror, you know. So, you know. After graduating and everything like that, you said that basically a weight was off your shoulders and everything like that. So just just give me uh, run me through here now. You're basically getting like a lot of views off of uh, the stuff that you're doing. So I want to know, like, while in college, did you have any people come to you? It was like, you know what? Um, wow, I know who you are. I'm a big fan. You are amazing. Mm-hmm. I had one girl uh, actually cry. Mm. Yeah, I was like, no, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, hug me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but mm-hmm. I definitely experienced that. She cried, cried, like she cried, cried, like in class, cried, or like was in the cafeteria. Cried. No, um, she was actually in enrollment services, and I think I was in enrollment services trying to. It was it had to be something with my bill, and um, well, enrollment services slash financial aid, and um, I think it's uh, in regards to my bill, and I saw her, and she was a freshman. 
that's when she was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I definitely understand right when it comes to that. That's great that someone cried to you. Like, that's wild. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but that, that just shows that the reach that you basically give and that what you make to these people and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I wanted to hear, like, let's, let's talk about, you know, when it comes to, like, one of the videos that you know that puts you on, like, a different level than what you were like. Do you remember that video? Mm-hmm. It was my Jagged Edge video. Me dancing the Jagged Edge, Let's Get Married. And I remember I just posted just to post it. Got off of work, and I was like, oh, I want to do a video. So that was the video. That was uh-huh. the video? It took off. I think the next day, the Snoop Dogg or Chris Brown posted. Mm. And I was like, I didn't, it, I didn't notice it. Um, my sister did, and that's when Chris Brown posted it, and my sister called me again. I was like, "Oh, I'm not picking up on this, but oh, okay, that's exciting." Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's I was like, that's what's up, though. You know, what I mean, when it comes to uh, the vibe, like, how did that make you feel? Like, you say it was exciting, but like, did you feel like, damn, you know, I don't got to because like when I know when my client when he basically went viral first, I'm like, man, I don't got to work no more. I quit my motherfucking job. <laughs> did you felt like that? Mm-mm. He was like, mm, I still got to work. Yeah. He was like, mm, damn, it's cool. And then he was like, shit, work. <laughs> yeah. I was, that's, I was like, I still got to work. Ooh, uh-huh. I feel you. It didn't man. really so, hit me. So did it ever, ever hit you? Like, when did you, was like, mm, okay, mm-hmm. now. It still hasn't. Even, Even me doing the show and doing Fancy, it still hasn't hit me. That's crazy. Wow. And I mean, what, like, I don't even know why it doesn't. Like, people come to you. I remember I was with you one day and someone was like, oh my God. I love you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like when you get that all the time, like if you go to the mall, it gets shut down. Because I, I know like every mall we went to that people will come up to you all the time. So the thing is, is that like you don't feel any kind of like, okay, I am a, like I influence a lot of people. I basically make people special, good, happy and stuff like that. Like, um, like some people like you just make me so happy. They're probably going through a lot. And I was like, oh, I'm happy because I want to help people. So I'm like, I'm happy that I'm doing that for you. Um, but no, it, it hasn't hit me. Like, a lot of people probably come up to me. I'm like, oh. But I think I do this awkward smile when people notice me. And I think when people are like, oh, my gosh. I was like, that? <laughs> and then one girl, she was like, why are you doing that smile? I was like, I don't know. Because I think the reaction that people have, I'm like, why y'all got that reaction? I'm just regular. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, it, it hasn't hit me. I don't. I don't know when it's going to hit me, but it hasn't at all. All right, well, I'm curious because, you know, a lot of people, you know, they see someone pop up and they don't really think about their backstory or, or the road or journey that it takes them to get to where they are. So can you talk to us a little bit about, like, your routine and things that keep you going and what has, like, helped you be steadfast into the entertainment industry? And one and what's one thing that if you could – pick or choose to do over that you would? Huh. I wouldn't do nothing over because everything that I've done, um, I, I've learned from my experience. Sis, what was the other questions? I, it's like, that's question stuck to me because I was like, I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, so, all right, so tell us like some things that help you keep, you know, steadfast on your journey or what's some things that you did towards your journey to you know the in, in you know the entertainment industry okay um so let me think uh 
Hmm. What? Well, actually, I talked about me getting cyberbullied. That actually helped me, uh-huh. which is like helped me when I see others um, doing certain things that I want to do. I want. I'd be like, I want to get there, so I want to keep working towards that. It makes me motivated to go, like, keep pushing harder. Um, another thing is, though, it still hasn't hit me when people actually reach out to me and be like, I made their day. Or I'm making them happy. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to say, okay, so I know whatever content I'm putting out is really helping those who probably just going through a, lo- a long day and they're just probably scrolling and they see my videos. So honestly, the people that support me, mm-hmm. motiv- that they motivate me. Um, the people that I look up to to just see like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do the same thing they're doing that they motivate me. So um, just basically – Social media, people reaching out, me just looking at people, it kind of keep me going. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, who are some of your biggest motivations? Like, who do you look up that's like, dang, I want to do what they do? So, um, actually, Miss Juicy from Little Women, mm-hmm. uh, she has done a lot of things. She has, she continues to do a lot of things, and she knows so many people. Um, Miss Juicy, for one. Who else? Uh, I could say, actually, Pretty V. Okay. Okay. Pretty V. I can see that. She's in Mm -hmm. the same field. She still does what she loves to do. And then she's modeling. Um, She's on Wild and Out. She's doing a lot of things. She has her hands in a lot of things. I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you ever um, had a conversation with Pretty V before I met her? Um, No. Actually, she posted one of my videos because I danced to one of her songs. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love you. But I never had a conversation with her. I understand. And she's a, she's a pretty good person, you know. I think um, when I saw her in Chicago with my client and everything like that, I think she mentioned you up. It's funny that you just basically uh, talk about that. Really? Yeah, because you've seen a skit that you and uh, Mufasa did. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. It's amazing. Right? Mm. Well, mm. Now you know. Now I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, speaking on, like, um, Little Women of Atlanta. Let's let's take it there. Let's talk about like how did that whole deal come along? Like, what was your first reaction when they actually called you to come on the show? Like, what what was your head at at that time? So, um, at the time, I had auditioned for another TV show. So the same TV show I said I turned down mm-hmm. for the college. They reached back out a year later. Okay, so I had that interview. So then I remember Little Women came about and. Um, I don't know what I was doing, but I remember it was on my other phone, and it was a missed call. So I was like, oh, let me uh, listen to the um, voicemail. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, this is so-and-so from Little Women. I was like, ah! <laughs> So then um, I remember that I, I was about to go somewhere, though, and I remember I think I texted my manager. I probably called my manager, and I was like, yo, let me show. So from there, mm-hmm. then had interviews, of course, and then – um. Just how that process always go when it comes to television and everything. And then, boom, that's when I got on the show. And, like, how is it just, like, being, like, in front of cameras, like, all day long, you know what I mean? And just, like, going from not having to be in front of a camera to actually having people, like, in your in your face all the time. Like, was that, like, were you comfortable with it? Weird. Or were you, like... It was weird. Because it was times I would just stare at the camera. I'm just like, I'm used to this. It's like a big camera. It's not like hey, it's hidden cameras. It's just like, and it's just they just sit there. 
And she's like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, what if I look terrible right now? I don't think nobody's <laughs> right. gonna tell me. I'm gonna have to realize it. But actually, they would. Um, I remember the uh, dude. Oh, I forgot his name. One of my favorite people. <laughs> but he did the uh, mics and everything. He was de- dealing with the sound system. And I remember we were, uh, it was a one scene, I had gum in my mouth. Mm-hmm. He was like, Chew. he would like spit that gum out. So I was like, he was like, it's not really about the uh, audio, but it's about how you look on camera. You're going to look like a horse. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> But it was definitely, it was like a, I had to get used to it. So I'm just like, how are y'all used to just a camera that's boom? And you're not realizing, like, do I have something in my teeth? Mm-hmm. I don't want to look back and be like, yo, I look terrible. Mm-hmm. So it was something to get adjusted to, but it was kind of weird at first. Mm-hmm. And then you was also coming in at a time like when it was like during like COVID mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. And then we actually, um, you got actually had like lost, um, one of the women in the show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, many. Many, many. Yeah, so just like you having to go in and try to fill that role. Like, well, did you, was it a lot of pressure, especially coming in with some, you know, such a huge part of the cast, you know? Yeah, so I wasn't feeling that role at all. That role was mm-hmm. not, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking like, yeah, I'm going to take her a place or anything like that. Because I know a lot of people were saying that that wasn't my goal at all. I wasn't trying to replace no one. Um, Minnie mm-hmm. had a huge impact on the world. Um, she was loved. She, uh, it was just, I was a little afraid because I'm like, mm-hmm. when people lose people, they're not really open exactly. to other people. So that was my main thing. And I'm like, they just lost somebody. So they don't know how I'm coming. They don't know if I'm like, yeah, I'm taking her spot, which I wasn't, I wasn't trying to take her spot, but they, they knew that. Right. Um, but I was, I was like, oh, the, it was boom, 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 boom. When I first met everyone, right. it was like, I know y'all not feeling me because I know y'all don't know how I'm coming. But after a while, they started realizing how I was coming. That's mm-hmm. amazing. That's amazing. And then you went from D.C. to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like, was that the first time that you've ever, like, been to, like, another, like, location living on your own mm-hmm. at that time? Like, yeah. Um, that was the first time. And then weather. Oh, my goodness. It was a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So, um... Oh, I'm sorry. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, this is hair tickling. Oh. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a huge difference. And then I'm a mom's girl, so mm-hmm. I'm leaving my mom. I'm like, I gotta go by myself. But I'm like, I miss my mom. I'm homesick. Mm-hmm. So um, woo, that experience. It was a, it was a great experience. But living on your own and actually living in a different state. We own was something that at first I could not get used to. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't by myself at first. I did have my manager and my cousin. Okay. Then they left me. Oh, man. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of your mom and everything like that, when it comes to the show, when she saw you on TV, did she was like, oh, my God, that's my baby. She was so busy <laughs> trying to curse at the TV. Oh, for real? Yeah. She, the first episode I had to watch, I watched Party. And she was like, I, I don't talk to my baby like that. And I'm just like, they can't hear you. <laughs> they cannot hear you. So it never, I don't think it actually hit her either that I was on TV. It was just like, she was like, uh-uh, I did not like that at all. That's right. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and my mom be the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the craziest thing is, is like moms are basically very, like, 
supportive and also to well, certain moms. Let's not put every mom in that category. Mm-hmm. There are certain moms that are basically very overtective. Like my mom, like I know my mom's even all nice and sweet and everything like that. But yeah, someone fuck with me, yeah, she coming crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's spinning the block. You feel what I'm saying? She calling everybody. Be like, yo. Even now, my mom be like, she'll call my clients. Be like, have you seen Jerome? He hasn't called me in a day. I'm like, god damn. I'm like, oh, gone for a day. <laughs> but, you know, that's how moms be sometimes, though. But that's, like, good love. Like, I mean, like, at the end of the day, when it comes to this industry, do you feel like your mom is, like, your support system that helps you out when it comes to things that you may go through in the entertainment industry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. She's, like, my number one supporter. Um... Certain things she don't agree with, but um, for the most part, she's definitely my number one supporter. If it make me happy, she might be, like, against it a little bit, but then she would like, all right, you did it. Can't take it back. Absolutely. And that's awesome. you like, at the end of the day also, too, what about, um, you know, when it comes to your mom seeing you when you basically got that deal when it comes to Rihanna? But, yeah, let's talk about that. Like, to me, I think that is Amazing, you know how people want to be in Fenty right now. Like I would definitely love to be in Fenty right now. Mm. Shit, I put some lingerie. I mean, I don't got the body for it, but still, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'm trying to be part of Rihanna radar and shit like that. Rihanna know who you are. She don't know who I am. She like this nigga Jerome. Fuck this nigga. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that how did that come about when it came to that? Like you basically broke history and made something happen. And all the instant, you know, forgive me, my dog just wants to basically be. Um, very vocal on this podcast, I see. <laughs> so, um, my manager and I, we had planned to um, pitch to them, like, hey, a little person, da da da. Um, we were going to do a photo shoot, and that same week that I ordered the uh, clothes and everything is the same week that actually an agent from One Call Agency reached out to me. Mm-hmm. And through VDM, I remember the video that I posted too. Um, I was actually in the bathing suit. And they were like, hey, Mary, da, da, da. And I sent it to my manager. My manager's like, yo, tell them to email you. And I was like, oh, okay. So um, uh, from one call, the agent from one call agency, and boom, it took off from there. That's what's up. So when you basically saw that you was in BuzzFeed, like that's a big publication. And in multiple uh-huh. publications I've been seeing that showed you, it's like you're the first person to do it. How did that make you feel? That had to made you feel something. Don't, I hope I don't want to hear no. Right, breaking. History. It was just okay. It was all right. <laughs> no, it didn't hit me. It oh, so with oh, that yeah, actually, I can you. be a hundred. <laughs> I can tell y'all this. It almost made me cry during the reunion of Little Women, and um, Tara. She was like, mind you. Oh, Tara's also another little person that I actually looked up to when I was young. Was younger, and I would reach out to her, and she actually reached back out. Um, but. Tara, she was like, that was my first time meeting her, and she was like, yeah, you know, you made history. And I was like, ah. And they was, she was like, no, you made history. You're on, you're, um, featured in Little little People of America magazine. And I always wanted to go to a convention, but I didn't have the funds to go to the convention. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, really? So I'm on TV like that. <laughs> and she was like, yeah. And from that part, she was like, in the little people, like in the little people world, that's something major because little people, we all always try to make a difference because right. a lot of you don't see little people in modeling, you don't see little people on TV a lot, you don't see little people doing doing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So with that, she was like, and I was just like, oh wow, like to be the first little person to actually do that, right? And to work with a major brand like Savage X Fancy. 
with Rihanna behind it. Even my right. manager told me she was like to have your name and Rihanna's name in the same line is crazy. Sentence is crazy. Right. And I was just like, oh. But yeah, <laughs> I, I knew I actually did make a huge impact from the being featured in a magazine, and then they asked me to speak for wow. the convention. So yeah, that was something That's amazing, amazing that I that I really love. So speaking of, oh sorry, because right, no. I got to know this. Go ahead, GG. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> like. Do you ever feel like a pressure to represent little people in a specific light? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Because certain things I do, and they'd be like, well, I got to do that. And I was uh-huh. like, huh? Well, like, wait, wait, mm-hmm. y'all. Also, y'all got to realize that I'm not going to say I'm a comedian, but I love to entertain. So certain things is like, okay. Like one thing I always talk about is the term midget. I talk about that term all the time. I try to make skits about it. Like, right. it's the wrong term. I probably make a thousand skits about it. Still don't care. Like, y'all going to know. <laughs> Hands down. Up and down. That that word, that term is a derogatory term. And we do not say that. Okay? Okay. We don't say that. So, um, mm-hmm. I know, like, for the most part, certain things that, though I'm a little person and I like to entertain people, I still got to look out because... I'm still a little person. So certain right. things that probably isn't sensitive to me because a lot of people, a lot of little people don't care about the term midget. Mm-hmm. I do. You, oh, you, I keep slapping my lip. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not going to call me a midget think I'm okay with it, but another little person wouldn't mind. Right. So um, it's certain things that I do have to take into consideration because what might not offend me will probably offend the next person. So I got to just be open-minded with that. Certain things that I do, um, I don't care what I wear. I mean, I love my my body. Okay. So I don't care what I wear, but um, just certain things that I say or do that will probably, like, backfire because mm-hmm. other little people like, no, that's not okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel it. No, definitely. So, you know, <clears throat> the craziest thing is that what advice would you have for other Know, little women out there like what would you basically tell them if they want to basically be in the entertainment field and to do what you have done do it do it i'm seeing more and more little people on my explore page just do it and i love it like i love that because i actually know one little person and one little person um she's from um dc and um i remember having one conversation with her and she was just saying, how you do all this? How you do all that? And then she actually went to my photographer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know that you you stepped outside your box to do that. Yeah. So, and I'm so happy. Like, okay, you went to my photographer, but I'm so happy you stepped outside your box and did that. Like, if you want to do something, don't think about what other people might think. Do it. Because when you hold back from doing mm-hmm. stuff and like listening to other people, you're going to regret it 10 times more than you doing mm-hmm. it. Cause, cause if you fail, cause you wanted to do something, you're going to be mad at yourself. If you fail because other people told you to do something, you're going to be mad at yourself and you're going to be mad at them. In all reality, just do what you feel like is okay, but you don't harm yourself or nothing like that, but do what you feel like you want to do. Okay. Let Mira speak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let Mira speak. 
That's dope. That's so dope. Now, um, one of the other things I, uh, we like to do on this show is we like to make sure that we are educating our guests at all times because we want everybody to know, like, at some point, like, you you can you can be the next Mira. You can be the next Jerome, Mufasa, um, Amai Davis. Um, you can be one of these people. So, But we also want to be real with these people and let them into our world a little bit. So tell us about, like, some of the challenges that they might really face that they might not really be open to because a lot of times people see the glitz and the glams of everything but they don't really know what comes with it you know what I mean so what's one of your biggest challenges and what what would you say to people how to overcome it if they come faced with the same thing um, my, one of my biggest challenges is, um, first off, people are going to say what they want to say, but social media, people get bold, bold, bold. Okay. Like, I remember, I don't know why I responded to this. I remember one time in my DM, somebody's like, you're ugly. And I laughed. They was like, no, 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 I love you. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> block. <True>. But, um, <laughs> it's just the, basically, social, first of all, people are cruel. That's never going to change, but you have to learn how to block stuff out. People are going to say stuff to get under your skin, just like how basketball. Basketball, basically, people say stuff to get under their opponent's skin so mm-hmm. they can lose. Right. You don't want to lose. So, therefore, those comments, anything that you will see, people are so cruel. People are going to say stuff to get under your skin. People are going to say stuff because they're behind the screen or they're insecure with themselves or something that they're going through. So, they're going to try to take it out and portray it on you. Now, reality, you're probably just living your life. Comments on social media, people on social media, ignore. Because at the end of the day, most people are not happy with themselves. And that's something my mom always told mm-hmm. me when I was younger. They won't, they're not happy with their, themselves. So don't take, don't take it in like, oh, my gosh, people don't let me. Because you're going to get so many positive comments, the negative comments. But you focus on the negative comments. Don't focus on the negative comments because it's going to make you be stagnant. And you're not going to grow from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and all them people that basically doubt you, fuck them. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you know, like at the end of the day, that's what it is because, yeah, you're a star now. So that's what it is. Let me ask you, mm-hmm. have you had anybody that basically may have teased you or something back in the day now hit you up like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. meet friends now? <laughs> yes, definitely, yeah, definitely. Um, Actually, crazy, the girl that called me weird, I remember, because I don't hold grudges. I remember mm-hmm. stuff. I don't really hold grudges. Yeah. And I remember, I remember she got, I got her live one time. And she was like, yeah, girl. Da, da, da. I just left it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, or just people hitting me up randomly. Or it was like, yeah, I know you. Da, 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 da. I always knew you was going to do this. You talked about this in high school. Don't talk to me now. Ooh. Don't do that. We have these conversations all the See, time. See, that's the thing. That's how you supposed to feel. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, f- I fuck with it. That's what I'm talking about, Mirror. You know what I'm saying? You're mm-hmm. a big dog out here. You feel what I'm saying? You understand? Fuck <laughs> yeah. niggas. But, you know, that's the, that's the thing is, like, you know, people always want to come back when they see the success. Like, they right. talk all that down shit to you, but like, look at you now. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've been a part of it. Yeah. Thought. And nah. the thing is, is, like, you have multiple avenues that you're popping from. You know what I'm saying? One, you know what I'm saying? Like, your social media is jumping. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. your drink going to explore page all the time. Mm-hmm. Your YouTube page, you feel what I'm saying, was doing good. Like, it's doing good and everything like that. TikTok you going know crazy. What I'm saying? TikTok. You know, at the end of the day, also, too, you know what I mean? Like, you on TV, goddamn. What right. else? 
Shit. No, I want to know. This is what, you know, that's what I want to know. What will make you be like, oh my God, I made it? Yeah. When I'm able to buy my mom a house and she don't have, I can take care of my mom Mm. and my father. That's when I really, I'm like, I really made it because I feel it. I could take care of the people that raised me. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's a good. So I touch that money that I could. T- I can take care of those that took care of me. That's probably when it's going to hit me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So someone give her twenty million, thirty million, because she deserves Period. it. She, she it. does. You know what I'm saying? Give her that million. You know, maybe she need more. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> give me a quick meal. We be all right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think um, when it comes to basically having you here, and I think that. By someone that basically As a little woman And to see you I think that you're going to expire When they see this And when they see what you have done Into the world Because you have basically Sparked and changed things In this world If you don't believe it No matter if you don't think that At the end of the day That you don't see yourself As someone that is a star Or whatever But other people see that way You are changing lives all the time Like someone could have been like Man I'm getting teased Or whatever and everything like that But when you watch your videos It makes them feel like You know what at the end of the day, I can be just like you or I can be better or something like that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like you inspired so many people and that you don't even know that you still are reaching out. And people, when they see it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like they DM me all the time. Like, I love her. You know, I have one person right now be like, you know what? I want to cook for her for free. <laughs> She's my favorite person. But you just do that to everybody more than just even... um like little people, you know, you you do to people that of uh-huh. any kind of race, culture, stature, no matter what. That's the thing that you basically grab. People gravitate to you. Uh-huh. You bring love, joy, and and of uh, and you make people feel great. And it's crazy how you do that, you know, because like even being around you, uh-huh. you give energy. You, you do. do an amazing job. Like, you know, I don't know how. You have that ability to make someone just feel good about themselves or whatever. Like, you, so I can be down or something like that. You're like, you know what, cheer up. It's not raining today. You feel what I'm saying? You say something <laughs> simple like that. And that's an amazing person. Like, you are an amazing, great person of what you have done. And, you know, thank you for inspiring me. Because of you, you basically inspired me and Jeff, as mm-hmm. you know. You know? So the thing is, Jeff is Mufasa, by the way. <laughs> so by the videos you put out and everything that you did, we used to look at you and be like, damn, you know, we want to basically get as big as her and do some stuff like that. So, you know, thank you for inspiring us. Well, thank you. You know, so mm-hmm. you do an amazing job. But uh, I think, do y'all have any more questions than that? Or, you know, you want to wrap it up here, Chiquita? What do you want to do? I mean, I think you already know how I feel about you, Mary. You're such an amazing person. We love you here at the show. And I feel like you've said pretty much everything that you needed to say. But I also wanted you, before you go, just let everybody know, like, what's up and coming for Mir? Um, Actually, I could say this. Uh, I'm launching a skincare brand. What? Yes. Because your skin is amazing. Okay. Thank you. you. I'm launching a skincare brand. It's called Timely Matters. It's a natural slash organic skincare brand. And I'll be launching it very soon. I've actually been working on it for three years now. And I finally get a chance to actually share it with people. And wow. Studying like crazy. Um, but I'm definitely launching a skincare brand 
maybe August, depending on oh, how my timeline is, but it's okay. definitely soon. Um, and then from that, I don't, I don't know, but that's something major that's coming up, and I can actually speak on now because I know it's okay to speak on. So that's amazing. Yes. All right, I love it. I love okay. to hear it. Can we see anything from you in the future? Like, can you see yourself doing reality TV again? Like, anything? I can see myself can we- doing reality TV again, but I can also see myself being in a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh man, okay. I could definitely see that with everything that you be doing. Uh, with all the characters and everything that you got on TikTok and everything, like I could definitely see that coming. So I definitely wish the best for you, and I hope that does come. I hope that we're gonna hope we're gonna say it is gonna happen. So if we don't see Tamira in a movie in the next ten years. Like I don't even know, but like <laughs> I we know it's gonna happen basically. But at the end of the day, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we love to have you here. You're such a blessing, and yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. We definitely appreciate you. Uh Amazingness. (laughs) Thank you.